Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mary B. Welcome to the The Happiest Happiest Girls Podcast. Episodes will drop every Monday morning, and each week we'll be tackling a new topic, chatting about motherhood, singlehood, health, wellness, and everything in between. Tune in each week as we discuss what it means to be the happiest girl. Hey, Kate. Hi, Mary How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm great. We missed you guys last week, but we're happy to be back. Yes, Kate. What happened last oh week? Oh my gosh, you guys. A disaster happened last week. I feel like our gain is really loud. I don't know. We're still trying to figure out our sound. Yeah. We're not professionals here, you know. We're yeah, you may have noticed on the sound, but we're <laughs> Every day is a new adventure it's here. It's a new adventure. But, okay, so we took a last-minute trip to Mexico, and it was my first time gorgeous. We went to the Four Seasons in Punta Mita, which was incredible. It was so nice to get away. But on our way back, we had a layover in Houston, and... We were going to have plenty of time. We were supposed to have a two and a half hour layover, but the plane coming into Puerto Vallarta, where we were flying out of, was an hour and a half late. But it was going to be the same plane flying from Houston to New York. So I was like, okay, we just have to get out, get our bags, go through customs, recheck our bags really quickly, and then get back on the exact same plane. And we had global entry. And if you've ever checked your bags through customs, it's really quick. Like you just hand them to someone and they just put them back on the plane. And so we're on the plane. It's 100 degrees. We're with Dictator, Uh, obviously. And she's being an angel, though. Thank God. But it had been hours at this point that we were just waiting, waiting, waiting. And they're like, five more minutes, five more minutes. Then they deplane us. We finally get back on about 4.30. And we finally take off. We land in Houston with the time change. It's way too late. We miss any connections onto New York. And we have to stay overnight in Houston. Dictator has to stay in this broken pack and play that the airport hotel gives us but you know what it's fine everyone's alive we get on a plane the next day spencer has this huge deal with work that he's trying to do in the airport in the morning i was supposed to work a shift that day that i had to miss which was the worst because i hate calling out of work because it's a big deal it's spencer can work from wherever but when i miss a shift that's a big deal so that was really stressful and then obviously dictators tired and cranky and but you know what it doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter today it's in the past we're in the present we, we are like in the present in the present yes but long story short life. pod could not happen last week yeah we weren't able because i was hoping we could get back to be able to record and obviously we could not <laughs> so but you know what the trip was amazing and it was really nice to get away and i loved mexico Loved the people, very baby-friendly, and it was great. Love it. Dictator has now been to Mexico, and I have not. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Such a we well-traveled both, it, was, it was both of our first time, so it was uh, fun. 
But what did you? What have you been up to? What, what have you? Oh yeah, you moved. You. Tell us. I moved. I moved down to Tribeca. I'm so happy to be downtown, and I love my new apartment. It is just so. It's close to the water. It's open. It is just fantastic in every way, shape and form and i'm so so excited to be here and now i'm so close to kate yes we are not far at all it's just a little jaunt to get to her and that has been really life-changing so really it's amazing how your location can really change your life so that could be a segue but talk more on that later to our topic this week yes but exciting and then what did you do yesterday yesterday i went to cold spring in um i think it's in new york <laughs> cold spring yeah. new york yeah. yeah cold spring new york it was just like an a little under an hour and a half train ride up north and it was so easy if anyone in new york listening to this if you're looking for a nice hike um i take i recommend taking the metro north out of grand central it's less than an hour and a half you just hop on the train and take a nice it like drops you at the trailhead and you can take anything from like an hour to six hour hike and it was so nice beautiful views really good hiking like you could go up on rocks like it was legitimate hiking like i'm sore today so that was a great feeling is a great feeling and it was crazy leaving the city being out in such a beautiful place not that New York isn't beautiful, but beautiful. it's di- beautiful in a different way. Um, and now, like, coming back, we were coming into the city, and it's just such a drastic change from the landscape, even though at one time the Isle of Manhattan definitely looked just like upstate New York, but now it's been humanified. So it was really, really fun to come down, like, so quick and... If anyone is just looking for a day trip, it was cool too. I think people do this all the time, which doesn't surprise me, but getting off of the subway into Grand Central, I was looking around and thinking, everybody's doing the same thing as me. People had their hiking gear, people were just going out for a day trip. So it was so easy. I would absolutely do it again. And it made me feel a lot better about living in the city because I think sometimes it can feel so insular, like the bubble of Manhattan or the bubble of like Manhattan and like the five boroughs but actually you can just leave and go like an hour away and have some really good hikes so yeah people really do do that all the yeah. time you can just take the train which is great i love public transportation and that was actually we'll get to it but one of our questions that someone wrote in was do you ever just miss not being able to like just jump in your car and drive somewhere but that was even better is jump on the train to get a train and <laughs> yeah. not having to drive yeah <laughs> so i'm trying to find figure out i'm looking back at my calendar what did i do last weekend yeah what did you do while we were in mexico well, while we were you were in mexico what was i up to let me take a look at my calendar by yourself <laughs> yeah i was just waiting for you to come back yeah you know that that scene from spongebob what do you, you do went when out i leave with, you go out with nicole yeah i went out with nicole because my roommate it was her birthday and we went to this bar called Bell Riff and it was so fun. We went in there at like 1 a.m. And what I loved about it is we walked right in. There yeah. was great music. Mm-hmm. It was not too crowded. And the people there were fantastic. So 
I appreciate now so much being in Tribeca. It's not as crowded and I like being able to just walk in somewhere and have a good time. So that was really fun. Um, but we've been really just exploring our new neighborhood, enjoying all of the local spots and the beauty of the place um, and the beauty of the people too. I swear I've been doing a lot of fun things, but like life is just yeah, been... just moving, you know. Yeah. Nicole and I, there are lots of men around, which is nice. Nicole and I have been asked out probably like five times in the last week and a half. Um, which is fun. Mm -hmm. I feel like in Midtown, I used to, like, not go out and, like, try to, like, say hi or meet people, but in Tribeca, like, for instance, my, like, second morning in the apartment was my roommate's birthday, and I go out because I wanted to get, like, coffee and, uh, croissants in the morning from Laughing Man, which is an amazing coffee shop in Tribeca, and I, like, get up. It's my second morning here, okay? I'm, like, not well-educated yet. I get up. I'm, like, basically in my pajamas. I put a sweatshirt on, you know, just to cover up a little. And I walk to Laughing Man. I swear I saw, like, ten of the hottest men in my life on this excursion. And I was like, I cannot be doing this anymore. I was like, this is not midtown. Like, I need to remember where I am. Yeah. So I think I'm going to start investing in hats because if I don't feel like, like, looking nice, I'm just going to wear a hat. And my friends were like, yeah, hats are, like, mysterious. You know? Yeah, They're like, yeah. who is she? She's wearing a hat. So. So mysterious. If you see me wearing a hat in Tribeca, you'll know it's because I'm covering up my, just, I roll out of bed. Yeah. So. That's just a little bit about my life right now, but that's yeah, me. that's my life. I love all of these points because we're going to be talking so much about New York, but I have one last thing I need to say. Tell us. I need to talk about this. This Tell is going to be a slight therapy session for anyone out there who is a Taylor Swift fan. Oh, she just dropped, of course, another Target extended album with a new secret song on it. And it's called You're Losing Me. And I had some friends over Ooh. to my apartment last night to just have dinner, super casual. And one of my friends goes, have you guys heard the new Taylor Swift song? It's leaked on Spotify. And I hadn't. And so we're intrigued. She says, let me cue it. She cues the song. We listen to it instant just wreckage oh. it's such a sad song oh. but it's so good i think it's like gonna be her modern day all too well that's how good this song is and it's crazy because it's on she has this deal with target so it's on the target album but like target the store yeah like so it's like this you have to go buy the cd but like who has Anything that can play a CD anymore. I'm sorry, it's not even in my, my Mac. Like, Taylor, like, listen to the people. But I think it's because she has this deal with Spotify. I mean, with Target. But anyway, this song is so incredibly sad. But I think one of the reasons... What's it about? I think... I mean, it's like hard Joe? to know exactly. But I think it's about, if I were to guess, her like, lead up to breaking up with Joe. Mm -hmm. Why did they break up? There's no way that we know. I'm sure there's a lot of intricacies to it. But people had been speculating a lot that he wanted to get married and she wasn't wanting that because she sings a lot in her songs about how she 
doesn't really want to follow those cultural norms mm, and but in this song she says but you know what i have to say about that he wasn't the one yeah he wasn't the one he wasn't the one he definitely wasn't the one but in this song it's so interesting one of the lines is i wouldn't want to marry me either a pathological people pleaser so i'm wondering if she wanted to get married and he did it like i'm wondering if like he dumped her it's hard to know like I I mean, how would we ever know? I mean, it's obviously her prerogative to keep that private. She she owes us nothing in that. She clearly is just working through some stuff. I know. Working through some stuff. But it's just so sad. I feel like it's relatable to anyone who... Not anyone, but, like, to... She's always just is so relatable in her songs. Totally. But it's just, like... Like, like so you're losing me. Like, oh my god, it's just here's what I have to wreckage, say. Here's what I have everyone. to say is if you're with someone, Taylor, if you're listening, if you're, if you're happy as well, <laughs> if you're with someone, I die a thousand deaths. Who, who is not wholeheartedly supporting you, no matter what you're doing, even if they don't understand it, it doesn't matter. They should be supporting you, and I think it's really hard, especially if you're a woman who is having the success or the notoriety because a lot of men are insecure about that. But if you don't have that support, your relationship is not going to work. And I think the perfect example is Dolly Parton and how she has this insane fame, but she has this husband who just rides for her and supports her no matter what and just lets her shine. ASAP Rocky. Yeah, just like loves Rihanna, like yeah. lets her lets her shine, lets her do her thing, and Taylor Swift needs a guy like that, and I think she just needs like a hedge fund manager or like some billionaire who just doesn't care and will let her do her thing and isn't insecure, and I I don't think he was. I mean, the way that it's portrayed in the media, it's not insecurity. It's that he doesn't. Which I think that it's fair, of course, like, he doesn't want to live a life that is so in the public eye. He doesn't want to be worried about people. He never thought Taylor Swift was going to come back out into the public. I don't know. We don't know. But I don't think it was because, I mean, again, as they report, it wasn't insecurity. It was that he didn't want to live such a life of... Being worried about everything they're gonna go, where everywhere they're gonna go, what they're gonna do. Yeah, that's true. That's like that's what he wanted. That's like Prince Harry's girlfriend before Meghan Markle. She the reason why she broke up with him was because she like couldn't handle the paparazzi and like couldn't handle which is that life, which is totally. I don't think I could handle that life, and so that's. I mean, you're so right. I don't think that they were meant to be because I think that the person that is the top for her pot is someone who's going to be able to handle that yeah but yeah i mean that's it's hard it's a tough, hard stuff a tough life it's not for everybody yeah so anyway just this is a, a warning to anyone going to listen to that song it's wreckage and i'm calling it right now i think it's going to be one of her next big great songs and I was kind of joking, kind of not with my friends last night. I feel like in like 10 or so years, we're going to get You're Losing Me 10-minute version. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see. Even though it's already like five minutes long. But anyway, I just had to talk about that because it was just... Hit you in the feels. Hit me in the feels for sure. Just instant sadness. But anyway, shall we get into our topic? Yeah, our topic is 
living in New York City in the spirit of my move Ampy moving to Tribeca Tribeca yeah um which is very exciting and Tribeca is a super nice neighborhood um but so we have a couple questions here from the people that we can get into mm-hmm. but I guess you can kind of speak on your experience moving because you moved more recently so your experience is more fresh and what it was like moving for you from New York what you kind of felt like you had to do to prepare and what that experience was like for you Yeah, um, well, I have had a long and sordid history with New York because I did just move about 10 or so months ago now, but I previously interned over the summer in New York between my junior and senior year of college, and my first client uh, out of school was based in New York City, so I would travel here for work once or twice a month, so... I spent a lot of time here before I even moved, so I had a pretty good idea of what I was getting myself into, and I've had a lot of different experiences of being so incredibly poor in New York as an intern, and being actually in New York on someone else's dime, and now just settling in between there, where I am now just paying my own bills, having a job that supports my lifestyle here. But I would say what brings me to New York, well, first, I don't know if I would move here if Kate wasn't here. I think that I love the idea of moving to New York. I have a ton of friends here, but ultimately the biggest draw is just being in a major city that's close to a family member of mine because our brothers don't really live in places that I would want to be spending my time right now as a, like, in my 25th year of life. So, um, a big draw for me was that was family and just a big city environment, but, and my friends. So I would say my experience though, I mean, it's varied. (laughs) Like when I was here as an intern and I left as an intern, I would always tell people how I know that New York is expensive, but I had, I think I made like. $1,300 a month or something when I was working as an intern and I don't remember ever having an issue with money Um, on my couch but I was not paying rent so (laughs) I that's one thing so maybe that's the big secret is it's just rent but I remember I would go to Trader Joe's and get frozen food and be perfectly happy with that I would try to just get as many free drinks as I could when I went out and it's not like I was saving any money whatever I made I spent right so I just really didn't have any luxuries in college like you're not trying to save money yeah 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 so I think that there is a way that you can live in New York and not spend a gazillion dollars however now that I have a paycheck that is you know I pay for my own rent I have my own spending money I find it a lot harder <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Because I think it's... The more you have, the more you want to spend. Right. Like, I have more, so I spend more. And also, I my friends 
we all have an income, so people go out to dinner more. Whereas as an intern, everyone was like really poor. So we were all doing poor, like we were all not trying to like go out to the fanciest restaurants, doing the fanciest things. So I think that the people just like being in this time, it's harder because it's a lot of, if you get invited to like nice dinners, for instance, you want to say yes. You don't want to say, I can't make it work this time. Yeah. But so that's a hard thing to say, but sometimes that needs to be done. And I will say the cost of living like with getting like coffees and lattes it's so high like those little things really add up why don't you do that monthly um the abu pan aban pain aban pain (laughs) (laughs) the abc place that you can it's like like twenty dollars a month and you get free you get free coffee yeah yeah I should do that, but I, like... But I don't know, actually, where there's one in Tribeca. Uh, no, there's one on um, by the Chambers Street subway. That actually might save me money, because I probably spend $10 a week on my cold brews. But I, then I would have to walk. I mean, anyway, like, it's just... So, as you can tell from listening to this... She doesn't really want to save New money. New York, no. <laughs> New York is, honestly, it comes becomes very synonymous with worrying about money yeah and that is just i think a norm i think a big piece of that is rent is so high um like in chicago for instance i was paying i think a third of what i pay right now in rent yeah like maybe less than a third i think of what i pay and i it was so easy for me to save money I never really worried that much about going out, about anything. But here, I have to be really intentional about how I budget and how I spend my money. And I think, I don't know. And, and it even, like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm curious if you feel that way, too, because it feels like even though you make more, you it still is a problem because the more you make, the more you want to spend. Yeah. And you want it, and, like, the things that are here are nice. So, like, you want, like, you want to go to, like, this amazing dinner because it's so good. But I don't know what you think. Yeah, I think that definitely I would agree with that. You make more, but you want to spend more. And you want to do more because there's so much to do. Yeah. You want to go to the shows, you want to go to the concerts, you want to go out to the club. Yes. Drinks cost more. So... Everything's at your fingertips. Yes. But that makes it easy. Yeah. And, like, I want to pay for the convenience of food delivery and grocery grocery delivery and Amazon Prime delivery, whereas in Chicago... I would probably just walk to go get my groceries and and because it's not as easily accessible. Right, like there's exactly. so many ways that they just put in front of your face in this city to spend money, and like it's not in Chicago. I'm not like, for instance, like who do, we saw. This is like a big example, but like for instance, Leah Michelle on in Funny Girl. That would never have been something that I would even like have to be able to have the opportunity to spend money right. on in Chicago. But right. here it's at my fingertips. And so I'm thinking to myself, I have to take advantage of this. Right. A lot of it's like, I'm living in the city. I don't think I'm going to live here forever. I want to take advantage of these things, but these things cost money. Yeah, exactly. So how much do you think you need to live comfortably? Because mm. you make a lot more than I ever 
could as a nurse. So like I know what I like for me, I think what I make a year, which is about a hundred thousand dollars as a nurse, and I feel like I live comfortably and when I was living and I lived in I lived one one year I lived by myself and I was paying about twenty one hundred dollars for a studio on the Upper East Side. That's pretty good. And that was also how many years ago though? That was in 2017, and so. it wasn't it wasn't like a luxury building or anything like that. Like I didn't have like a gym or anything, you know. But it was a safe building, and it was like 85th in between like First and York, and it didn't have a doorman, but it was like safe enough, mm-hmm. and I felt fine there. Mm-hmm. I did too when I slept on your couch. Yeah, Mary, Mary <laughs> lived on my couch. And I felt like I could, you know, go out to dinner, go to bars. Like, I could afford to have a cleaning lady come, you know, like, every three weeks. So, like, I didn't feel like I was living paycheck to paycheck. So, like, I felt fine with with my salary, with my, on my, living on my nursing salary. So, I don't... I don't know. I feel like someone someone asked, like, what do you think you need to live comfortably? Well, define comfortably. When I hear that, I think, all not, I think, I think not having to stress about paying your bills to I, me is comfortable. To me, that's how, what do I need to afford to live in a apartment that I feel safe and happy in? Because you don't need to go out to dinner to be comfortable. You can just go... Well, to me, comfortability, comfortability is is having those little luxuries. Oh, that's not what it is to me. <laughs> to me, it's I, living in a safe place. Yeah. It's still having money to spend on your necessities and a few wants. It's hard for us to answer this question because comfortability, I think, is subjective. So I, I'm always, I've always believed, like, you can find a way in this city. People are always like, New York is so expensive. It's so exp- expensive, which it is, but it's just a matter of where you're willing to live and how, like, you're intentional about spending your money that's really what it comes down to yeah i think you would be shocked if you look at at the median household income in manhattan and all different neighborhoods i think you would be you would be shocked at the wide the wide range Mm -hmm. in all the different neighborhoods yeah yeah that's what i would say so another question speaking on your intern life how Mm -hmm. do you not feel overwhelmed by the city as an intern i would say the best way and I think that she's listening to this Erin she listens she tells me she's a loyal listener find a friend someone it wasn't Erin who asked this I know but who I spent my intern summer with pretty much Erin Erin did ask a couple questions oh thanks (laughs) Erin uh but I think that a big thing that helped me not feel... I mean, that whole intern summer was a blur. It was the best summer of my life. I mean, I just... Sponsored by Kate, who let me sleep on her couch. Even though I was sleeping, guys, on literally a couch. And it was not a comfy couch. It It was was like a white (laughs) Ikea couch. I think it permanently messed up my back. But you can... Humans can get used to anything and I got very used to that couch that being said shout out to my amazing friend Erin who let me spend like a third of the summer at her parents apartment (laughs) she found out I was sleeping on a couch and she was like come sleep in my apartment because her parents live in the city and are fantastic people but I think that a big thing for me was 
I found even one girlfriend Mm -hmm. who wanted to have fun with me, who I knew I could text at any time to do anything and she would be down. That was my tether to the entire summer. But it's really in the way that I, and I wasn't even that close with this girl before with Aaron. I love you, Aaron. (laughs) With Aaron before that summer, she would agree. Like, but I, she had studied abroad with some of my good friends from college. And so I knew of her. I knew she was going to be in the city. And a friend of ours from college had invited me to go to GovBall Music Festival. And I don't know what possessed me because I, at that time, I wasn't super great at reaching out to people. I've gotten a lot better at that just because of anxiety. And I just, I don't know what possessed me, but I knew she was going to be in the city. And I just texted her and I said, hey, Jack and I are going to Governor's Ball Music Festival. Any chance you want to come? And she couldn't come, but that just like began our dialogue of let's hang out in the city. You're here. I'm here. None of our close friends are here, but we like each other. We have fun. And we just absolutely tore up the city that summer. And so that would be my number one tip is if you're able to just reach out, find one person that can be your go-to. You just need one. You just need one. And so that would be my number one tip in terms of having fun. My other tip would be budget. And I have this. So I also slept on Kate's couch when I interned in Chicago in the summer. And I also was living off of my intern paycheck, which was not a lot. I don't even remember how much it was, but it was not a lot. And I remember one time I was like in the grocery store and I was going to buy dinner that night. And I was like, I knew I I was going to get paid like in two days, like the next day or something. And I was like, I have like no money left. And I went to the cash register. I bought some chicken and like some watermelon slices. And I got to the cash register. Declined. I could not afford the chicken and the watermelon slices. Why didn't you ask me for money? I I don't know. I was just, I feel like I was just wanting to do it on my own. And so I think that was a learning lesson. I knew I was like, I will get paid so soon. I just need to buy dinner for tonight. And I remember, though, going into New York City, like, doing really intentional budgeting because I had such a small paycheck. And I remember one time, like, I, like, love getting coffee in the morning and, like, adding up all the coffee. Like, if I were to get the normal amount of coffee that I get over a month, it was, like, $75 for a month of, like, my normal coffee. And I remember I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so much money. I need to just not get coffee anymore. So, like, actually, like, take your paycheck and spice it up and be really intentional about it and you probably don't get coffee like you will look into the monthly yeah or look into if you ABP. can even afford that i mean if you're like me like you might not even afford, be able to afford 30 dollars a month like you have to be really intentional about how you spend your money but i also recognize that i come from a place of the only reason i was able to afford because i interned at a book publishing company and they even wouldn't like take people who didn't have housing free housing in the city because they paid so little so i'm coming from a place of i had i think rent in the city as an intern is gotta be something bonkers like i could never have afforded it so just budget i think that also a good alternative i remember hearing about that a lot of my friends did was nyu housing over the summer they would let you stay in like some of their dorm buildings i think that's pretty cheap housing and that's like in like greenwich village so it's a great spot to be in but that's my my big tips budget and try to make like one solid friend Mm -hmm. and then just i mean be safe that's a huge thing. Be safe. Um, 
you know, if you want to DM me, I'll give you some bars to go to. <laughs> yeah, they, that same person asked your favorite spots, restaurants, bars, etc. Now? So, yeah, now. Now in the city mm-hmm. or, like, as an intern? Yeah, because the bars you want to go to as an intern are obviously different than the bars that, like, I'm going to yeah. or you're going to. Like, Fiddlesticks, like, that's you know where the youngins are going i always liked battery electric battery electric sorry but it also doesn't matter if you're 21 like you have to obviously be 21 yeah you need to be of age but you need to be of age um yeah i would say my favorite place is right now to go to i mean i think i'm still exploring my new neighborhood but this is the thing about new york too is a lot of times i try not to go to the same place over and over again because there's so many amazing places to try Mm -hmm. but um i don't know like what are your some of your favorite spots i feel like i'm always going to a new spot i don't go out anymore i'm like an old lady oh wow okay we're gonna give nothing to the listeners i know i'll post on my i'll post on the story i'll compile a list i really go to like nice restaurants these days more than but i go to bars fiddlesticks is fun in West Village. After 2 a.m. Houston Hall. Amazing beer hall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if it's a rainy day. Um, what else is there? The Nines. The, okay, but, like, we can't tell them. You, the Nines is, like, really hard to get into, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm not good at giving advice for these types of <laughs> If you want places, like, um, let's see. Do Not Disturb. These are places that are a little bit more, like, feasible to get into. Um, this is the one, again, if I'm going to give gripes about New York City, this is my biggest gripe. Yeah. Is it's hard to get into places, reservations, all of that. That's my least favorite part of the city. My Some of my favorite bars, actually, that I go would go to more regularly because they're not, like, a grind to get into. I really like McSorley's in the East Village. It's really old time. Like, it has... It's the oldest bar in New York City. I don't think so. I think that oh. might be somewhere in uh, Fidei. Oh. But it's, like, one of the oldest bars. Oh, you mean um, you're talking about... I can't think of it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It's not Dead Rabbit, is it? It's not Dead Rabbit. Ulysses? No. It's not Ulysses. But Ulysses is a fun bar in, in Fidei. Stone... What's it? Stone, Stone Street? Stone Street is just fun like a on a warm street. day. Yeah. That'd actually be fun if you're, like, intern. Yeah. Yeah. Stone Street. Um, but they have, like, wishbones hanging in the bar, and men before World War One, not even World War Two, wow. would come bring their wishbones and hang them up, and when they came back from war, they would come back and break their wishbones, so their wishbones up from men who never came back from the war. Cash only, though, but really amazing spot. Uh, Pete's Tavern, I love, mm-hmm. in uh, Gramercy Fra- Fronks, Village. France, France's Tavern. Oh, never. Oh, that's, that's the oldest. The, that's the one oh, that you're okay. thinking of. Okay, is that the George Washington one? Yeah. Okay, that's the one where George Washington used to go drink. What are some other amazing spots? Um, if you're looking for a fun, more experienced Manhattan, is really nice. Yeah, Manhattan is beautiful. That's a great cocktail bar. It's on the ninety fifth floor. Yeah, if you're looking for things that are more, I'd say I think the best cocktail I've ever had in the city was at Bond Street, which is one of those really nice ones, but unreal cocktail. 
Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, if you're looking for just like a divey against Spring Lounge in Soho, that's a really, really or fun Butterfly spot. Butterfly Lounge. Butterfly Lounge. That's that's more like upscale cocktail-y Spring Lounge. Is, if you're seeing the trend here, I'm giving all the dive bars and Kate's giving all the nice spots. I'm too old for the dives. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love a dive bar, but if you're looking for something a little bit more like nice cocktail-y, yes, the nines, yes, um, Butterfly what else we'll compile a list and post about it yeah. and you guys can write in your favorites and we'll post about those too mm-hmm. um okay next question finding an apartment post-grad street easy is probably your best bet because people will post fake listings on other websites so you don't want to be swindled and make sure you have everything ready to go because apartments go within like 24 hours sometimes yes. when the market is really hot. So make sure you have a copy of your license. always hot. Make sure you have proof of employment. Make sure you have your last two paychecks ready to go. What else do you need? These okay, days? I can speak on this really passionately. Yeah. So I was just went through this a lot. I have, like, the whole apartment getting process, I'm sorry, like, gear yourself up. It's awful. Yeah, it's exhausting. So, here are some tips on street easy keep an eye out if there's a fisheye lens there usually is they will show you an apartment in west village and you think oh it's not that small but it's because they're using 0.5 pay attention you should go and tour somewhere if you can yeah try to get the square footage try to get a video uh pay attention like go i think tour in an area have someone go look because you should see that area before you go and, li- and live there, especially if you're a woman. Go and see the area yeah. and make sure that you feel safe. Another thing and is... Ask about packages. That's the thing you just have to be really like cognizant of. Um, but um, when you... It's a race in Manhattan. It's a race to get the apartment... If you can somehow get a connection to show you an apartment before it's on Street Easy, that's the best way to do it. However, if you see an apartment on Street Easy and you look at it and you think there's any option, you think this is really a place I could see myself living, when you inquire, do not just inquire about a tour, inquire about an application. I can't tell you the amount of times that I have inquired about an application versus inquiring about a, um, like just a tour people will get back to you quicker if you ask for an application and if you are really thinking that that's an apartment that you're interested in fill out the application eat the application fee it's usually about twenty dollars and you want to be the first person to have it you want to show up to the tour having already had your application put in because here's what happens you get to a tour especially in a very desirable neighborhood you can get to a tour for a really great apartment in new york city and you might think that you're doing a private tour Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. you're you're not you're in line behind 20 people to go in and see the apartment and the first person to get the application is the first person who is the person who's going to get the apartment so you want to i remember showing up one time to this beautiful apartment on christopher street in west village that my roommate and I really loved. We had already submitted an application before the tour. We I walk into the lobby of this of this building. There is I think 20 girls looking just like me. I'm not different. I'm basic. I'm mm-hmm. looking just like me. We all wanted this apartment. And the broker looks around and says, which one of you is the one who has already submitted the application? And I was the only one who raised my hand. So the apartment was mine if I wanted it. But it's only because I I applied. Brokers, like, 
it's kind of I you might hear this and think okay but like I don't want to be faking off the brokers uh uh-uh. the brokers are a cutthroat in this city don't be afraid to eat the application fee don't be afraid to tell them I want it and then pull out because they will do the same thing to you so that is what I will say and I know I sound so stern but it's just this is this is the game you have to be the first one to apply because oftentimes even if you go to an apartment and you love it you just won't get it because you're not first people like this is so the, here's the here are the things you need to have i would ask the broker when you email them but i would make a folder on your computer and i would include your last three paychecks your last tax return your w-2 a copy front and a picture front and back of your id proof of employment. I would also, just in case, include, if you can, an an endorsement from a past landlord. We had one building ask that, so just have that ready. Um, What else might you need? Um, Bank statements, your last two bank statements. And I would also get, if you're coming fresh out of college, any of your guarantor information. So that's usually all of that, but for a guarantor, um, because some a lot of apartments will require you to have a guarantor, especially if you are right out of college. So I would make a folder of all of that. And then I would send that folder in an email to yourself so that if you need to have it at any moment, you can get on your phone and you can email all of that information to a broker on the spot. Um, so sometimes some people also will even go so far as to print out a banker's check because sometimes if you put down money if you're the first person to give a check you'll secure the apartment when you're in a big tour i never did that but you could do that because we did have experience one time where my roommate went to tour an apartment and the person um the first there was like 20 people in line she was second in line we wanted this apartment was beautiful we hadn't filled out the application the first person in line walked in handed them a check and it was done so this is just this is it sounds insane but this is the market and just you know that i would do all that that's how you set yourself best up and just be the first to put in your application try to do no fee apartments and try to avoid try to avoid co-ops and if you have more questions about that dm me yeah if you have more questions i can tell you all about it and if one one length of a bedroom is under 10 feet don't don't go don't go you yeah what else what are other some like red flags like be like i feel like this might sound obvious but first floor vermin central like try to avoid it mice cockroaches first floor um, anything over like the fourth floor that's not cute you know you're gonna have to walk up five flights of stairs every day is gonna yeah. be exhausting yeah um okay let's keep moving along here how long people stay in the city and decide to move to the suburbs i think a lot of people move once they have their first baby because they're like wait a second it's really expensive and we have no space anymore so we want to move so that's i think when a lot of people move out um tips for finding out about different events i think social media is a great way like you found out about all the yoga stuff like, what, did you just Google Pier 25 and that's how you found yeah, out? Yeah, well, a big thing for me, I was going to say when I saw this question, is keep your eyes open when you are walking around the city for anything that you see is interesting. So, for instance, when I was talking about a few episodes ago, that bar called 
I think it's book club and it was just a really cool spot and they had events so I googled mm-hmm. what are their events or for the pier 25 they have this workout space and I've seen people do free workouts there and so I googled free workouts up here 25 <laughs> like yeah. those little things yeah or you can even google if you're like interested in things at like the national history museum google events at the national history museum there are some people who do amazing talks there you can learn so much from like really intelligent professors so if you're interested in like a subject think about like the landmarks in new york city and just google events and go even if you're alone just yeah. go or- also one of my favorite influencers her username is the recommendista and she's mm. always posting about really cool restaurants, really cool events, things like that. So I would, and she's not annoying. So also, I would follow her. Yeah. Also make friends. Like we, our neighbor in our last apartment, she just somehow has like a ton of connections in the city. And so she would be like, my friend just told me about this. Like you should go or come with me or things like that. Like sometimes people know. So just don't be you know shy to make friends. Um, I'm trying to think. If you're looking for, like, going out, like, try to meet a promoter. I don't know. <laughs> that you're, that's your, more your arena. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, probably a promoter is the way to go, I would say. So, um, yeah. I don't that's, know. Can we give my anything? Old, my old life. I think, I know, it's her old life. But I think my biggest piece is, yeah, it's like what I said. If you're walking by a store that you think is cool, a bar that you think is interesting, based on your interest, just Google free events and then that's and then just go and or even if it's ticketed and it's probably usually like a twenty five dollar ticket. Um don't make social media and the internet is your biggest resource. Yes, definitely. Um someone asked, how safe is it for women to live there? And I think it is as safe as you make it. If you are keeping your wits about you and you are not taking the subway late at night and you are just being alert it's very safe because you are rarely alone like if i especially in tribeca or in fidei where i live if you can sometimes be a little bit quieter and so if I'm walking down a street when it's dark and I'm like, mm, there's no one or there's like only one person on the street, I probably won't go down that street. So you just have to be alert in situations like that. And I have a birdie, which is that thing that makes the loud alarm. And I also have pepper spray if I need it or it has like the gel, not the spray. And so you just have to be alert, just like every other city and every other place and I've this is like that but I feel fairly safe this here, is truly. the safest major city I've ever yeah like been I feel in much compared to like safer s- here than Chicago honestly yeah like because Chicago I'm sorry to say especially now like in Chicago I've I would get so worried that I was going to be like held up at gunpoint or mm-hmm. like get shot randomly yeah. which yeah, is I like, know sounds fire. crazy to say but even I think in the past few years in like the more northern nicer neighborhoods I've just heard of so many people getting mugged and it's really sad but and then in San Francisco I always I mean it's probably because I didn't know it as well but in San Francisco I just think that with a lot of you know what's going on in San Francisco I felt really unsafe know so many people whose cars have been broken into but in this in New York I've always felt 
pretty safe as long as I just follow like what you said, like the cardinal rules of just not being alone at night. I mean, things happen and I've had friends who have had things happen, but keep your wits about you. Don't walk alone at night. Um, yeah, I, I feel I feel pretty safe in this city. Maybe it's naive safety, but even when I was interning, I felt really, really safe. But that was also pre-COVID, so... I think the city felt even safer before COVID, but yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And that's yeah. just because there were a lot more resources, I think for the homeless population and things like that, that have been taken away. So yeah, it's not their fault. Yeah. So if you're like someone who's thinking about moving to the city, I really, I mean, I feel very safe. Yes, so just as long as you're being smart and safe yourself. Okay, last question before we do our baboos. Mm. Um, And this is kind of a longer one, but a very good question. So um, the question is, my BF has to move back to New York City for his job and has asked me to move with him. But as someone who has lived in Florida for the last two years and loves the sunshine and has no friends in NYC, I'm scared. It is hard to move to New York City when you're not from a big city. He also has a big four job, so he'll be working a lot. I'm concerned about making friends, being alone a lot. Okay, and this is coming from someone who moved to New York City when Spencer and I were dating. I am telling you, please listen to me, okay? Do not move to New York City right now, okay? New York City is not an easy city to live in if you do not want to move here yourself. Yeah, you have to want to be here. I wanted to move to New York City because I had always wanted to live here. Spencer and I could have broken up the next day and I would have stayed. I would have loved it. I would have thrived, okay? And that is still the case. I love New York City. Spencer would move out of the city tomorrow. I'm the one keeping us here. I love it here. So... Unless you're the one who really wants to be here, you should not move until you guys are engaged or even married. You should stay in Florida. You should enjoy this time. Stay with your friends. Stay with your family. Stay in the sun. Enjoy this time until you guys get engaged and or married. And then you can come to New York City. You guys If you can figure out long distance, which you will, if you're meant to be together, you guys will figure it out and then you can come to New York City. But please do not move here for him. You guys will start to, I don't need, I don't want to say you resent each other because you might not, you might figure it out and it might be great. But New York City is a very, very, very tough city to live in. If you do not want to be here yeah. on your own. I mean, accord. it's a hard okay. city to live in. It's, it's hard, hard to, li- like, to live in even if you want yeah. to be here. There's, yeah. There's rats. If it's you dirty. you don't have any friends here on yeah. your own. Because then here's what, what happens is you start to rely on him for your social life, for everything. And then he is at the office all the time. You're alone all the time. And it's just not going to be a good situation. So please listen to me. Please let him move here. Even if you want to come maybe a year from now, six months from now, whatever. No, don't come here in the middle of winter. Please don't do that. Winter's not that bad. (laughs) 
if Falls you're from better. Florida. If you're from Florida, yeah. I don't know. Let you stay in Florida for a little bit longer, maybe in a year. You guys can reevaluate, but please listen to me when I, I say this with love. You guys will figure it out. You will figure out long distance, but I, I do not think you will regret it if you wait this one out and you come when you guys are engaged and a little bit later and you are moving here for different reasons than just he asks you to come and you're just dating like come here with a little bit more security yeah and then you will everything will be a little bit better okay but just promise me on this one do not move here without a ring unless you want to move to new york okay because you don't know what's gonna happen that's all i have to say on that one yeah i think and that can just go into our our final evaluations of the city which is for me there will there are times especially when i'm riding the subway when i recognize that this is a hard city to live in it's expensive it is and even thinking talking about how you can be here on a lower salary but why would you subject yourself to that if you don't really want to be here? Yes. I'm, when I'm saying, like, move here on a low salary, I'm talking to people who have always wanted to live in the city and are wondering, is my salary a barrier to being able to live in New York City? I think you can figure it out, but it's hard. It's going to be hard. Like, it, it's you have to work for it. I mean, listen to how my long rant about just literally getting an apartment. It's it's a hard city to live in. Yes. But I mean, I love being here. I love there's I mean, there's something just different about being in New York City than there is being anywhere else in the world. You can make it here, you can make it anywhere. That's what they say. And then speaking from someone who is married to someone who works all the time, if I didn't love this city, I, I don't even know what I would do. Yeah, I I don't even know if I was if I hated it here or if I didn't want to be here and he just asked me to move here to be with him. I would resent him so much. You'd be, be like so Joe angry all the time. You'd be like Joe. You'd be like Spencer. This is not the life that I want for yeah. myself. Yeah. So like Joe and Taylor. So yeah, I mean, and yeah, I think one of the magical things about New York is when I'm here. Sometimes I, like, forget about... I just feel like I'm in... Like, there's everything that I could want in the city except for maybe, like, mountains and nature. <laughs> That's the only thing missing. But... And then you just take the train to... Yeah. And then you just go to the mountains or, you know, you take you take that time away. But I... Yeah. I would not recommend moving here unless you really want to be here because it is hard. I feel like I've said that a lot. Yeah. But what is it that you like about New York, Kate? Oh my gosh. You have the best of everything at your fingertips. You have the best medical care. You have the best schools, the best museums, the best restaurants, the best arts, the best everything. I I love it here. I love the energy. I love the people. The I love the diversity. I love that you can sit on the subway. Nobody cares. You have every like everybody on the subway. Nobody cares where you're from, how much money you have. Yeah, everybody's speaking a different language. It's mm-hmm. just I think it's an incredible place to the raise diversity. a child. Yeah. So I I love it. It's yeah. It's I, amazing. 
I, I love you made a good point one of my favorite parts of the city is and i remember thinking this when i first moved here you can wear and be whoever you yeah. want and no one is even gonna bat an eye it's it really fosters and a individual like your individualism individuality yeah, yeah. and no judgment like you can be whoever you want i love seeing people doing that and it encourages me to explore more creative sides of myself that I never like felt so inclined to previously it's fantastic for that like the diversity and not only different people with different like ethnic backgrounds but also diversity in just who people are it's so fun to see like I love seeing the weird outfits and like the artistic people and it's just cool it's cool to expose yourself to that all in one place yes definitely hundred percent hundred percent um okay should we do baboos sure what was your baboo from two weeks ago i feel like it was probably working out which i've been pretty good at actually so for you yeah my baboo that i want to do this week is not keeping a compliment in on the inside for strangers oh i love so that. if i'm like oh my gosh that outfit is so cute on that person i want to just say it out loud i love that so yeah that's my babu for the week love it what about you what was your babu my babu was to get into the habit of meditation and i have been intentional about that re-downloading my calm app so have been doing that and my babu for this week I think that I want to be really intentional about like speaking kindly to myself. Mm, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I feel like, I feel like a lot with, of people struggle with that. Yeah. I feel like with the move and I've just been so tired, I feel like I haven't been like in my favorite shape or feeling good lately. So I wanna every time you have a negative thought, you just gotta combat it. Never forget you're in you are in control of your thoughts. Even though every thought that goes through your mind, you don't have to latch on to. Just choose to sling it back with something positive. You know so what that's Kendall my Jenner is? What? She, she says something kind to her younger self. She's a photo. A photo oh, yeah. of her childhood <laughs> self. So you should put a, a, a baby photo of yourself. <sighs> like, why would I talk to a little, little baby bee? But, I, but then I would have to change my picture of dictator. Little tater tot. Can I... Smooshy smoosh. Smooshy smooshy smoosh. She's waking up in an hour. Anyway, Kate, anything else you want to say before we wrap? (sighs) That's pretty much all I have to say. So if there's any new grads out there looking to move to NYC, just be sure you really want it. Yeah, it's it's a really special, special place. And... If you're thinking about it, I highly recommend. You yeah. just it's you it's just do it. So just much try fun. It. There's no I've never had more fun than I've had in New York. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. All, All right. right. All right. Have a great Monday. Monday reset. Let's, Let's go. go.